Welcome to the Kingstonist Podcast, a daily look at news, sports, and all things Kingston. Brought to you by Taylor Audubon. When you buy a certified pre-owned from Taylor Automall, it means you have the backing of Canada's number one pre-owned sales brand. It also means that with your purchase, your vehicle will go through a rigorous 150 plus point inspection, comes with manufacturer's warranty, has 24 hour roadside assistance, and comes with a one-time exchange privilege. We have over 80 certified pre-owned on our lot right now. All makes, all models, anything you need. Certified pre-owned vehicles and Taylor Automall, above and beyond industry standards. And welcome to 15 Minutes With. Uh, pleased to be joined by my OHL broadcast partner, Scott Rogers, uh, who has come uh, here from Cornwall, comes up to all games from Cornwall. Uh, for, I got to ask you first, I guess, what what is it about the OHL that makes you want to drive three hours a night to come and do games <laughs> with, well, with me? <laughs> if you had asked me that, that question during this season, the answer might be different <laughs> than it is now. Uh, since this was a, obviously for everybody involved was a difficult season to be involved in. Yeah. Um, but you know what, Tim, um, I wanted to do play by play from the time I was eight years old. Uh, I've done it off and on throughout my adult life. And um, David Murphy, you know, who yeah, used was, to work with us, yep. uh, David and I worked in, together in Cornwall for years and years and years. And uh 10, 12, 14 years ago, Dave was asked to come up and be the guy up here. I, w- I had moved back to the Toronto area. I moved back to Cornwall, had a connection with uh, Kojiko, with Dave, and was that fill-in guy. Yeah. And, and then the opportunity just presented itself this year to, to move back into the play-by-play chair, which I love. Um, you know, I always joke with Scott Myers, who's, you know, our, our, our boss, boss yeah. uh, when we do the games on your TV. When they ask me to do color, I always joke, listen, all I'm bringing to the broadcast <laughs> is personality and humor. Um, and that's why I think you and I work so well together yeah. uh, because, uh, you know, I, I very much enjoy the play-by-play part. I know anytime I can whip it over to you and you've got some uh, something smart and sometimes smart and funny to say. If which, I'm not texting or... Yeah, well, or, or if, if I'm getting a hot attention. dog or a coffee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true enough. Yeah, for those. Uh, first of all, I want to thank the Taylor Automall for sponsoring this, uh, the 50 Minutes With uh, Every podcast is brought to you by the Taylor Automall. And, uh, but yeah, it was, it was a tough season. We, there were a couple of nights you and I were doing movie reviews and, uh, yeah. uh, we didn't get to book reviews, which uh, no. I don't think either, either one of us read very much, but no. <laughs> does Sports Illustrated count yeah, as a book? Yeah, no, not really. <laughs> did, did in high school for a book review, but <laughs> anyway, but it, it's, uh, next year, uh, with Shane Wright coming, uh, should be, uh, an interesting season, uh, to say the, to say the least. It really, uh, you know, the the uh, the OHL draft. We'll see how it works out. You, you can you can uh, speculate all you want, but what's going to be really important is the Euro draft uh, coming up in June. Uh, the Frontenacs actually are Curtis Foster and and uh, Darren Kiley are in uh, Czechoslovakia now at the under eighteen tournament okay. uh, scouting. So they've got the second and the thirty first pick in the uh, Euro draft. So they got to hit two home runs. Well, that's something I think you and I talked about. I'm not actually sure we talked about it on air, but I know in those last couple of weeks of the season leading up to, uh, you know, are we going to get Shane Wright? Are we yeah. not going to get Shane Wright? Which was, I don't think unless you're in the broadcasting industry and, and broadcasting a sports team, you can appreciate the, 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 the balance that you and I had to have there because 
you, you, can't want, be, you can't be an ultimate homer because then no. you don't have any credibility. And, and you also can't be on the air time, wishing ill yeah. on the team that, oh, you, sure. that you broadcast, right? Yeah. It, it was really a funny, funny situation. Yeah. Um, but but what you and I talked about off the air was, um, so, you know, we found out that, that the front acts are going to get Shane Wright. But there's much more to the equation. Uh, Shane Wright, as wonderful a hockey player as he is, I'm not sure that he's going to be the one guy to turn around a hockey team with 20 no. players. So, you know, they kind of have to hit a run, home run in the Euro draft. Um, hopefully the fellow that they drafted in the second round, who's a teammate of yes. Shane Wright's, you know, hopefully there's a connection there. there. There's a couple of other things that have to fall in place for the 1920 season to ultimately not go down the same road that they went through this season. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, trying to get that first pick overall again. You, you don't want to be in that discussion again. And I think uh, the type of coach that Curtis Foster is, and I've talked to him about this, uh, he is going to manage this team, this room, in such a way that he will manage the pressure on Shane Wright, that he'll treat him just like another player, despite the fact that he's not going to be just another player. Can you imagine uh, what Curtis Foster must be thinking today compared to maybe what he was thinking at Christmas. And I, and I do not want to put words in his mouth or thoughts in his head, but you know, he had to know after Jason Robertson was traded because they were actually a competitive team when, when Jason was here, uh, still a little bit more competitive when Brett was here. Yes. But once those two were gone, it was a different team. Oh yeah. And yeah. it was a it different was vibe around the team. And yeah. it was, uh, I, I don't want to make any jokes cause it's not a funny situation, but it was difficult. Fast forward to now, you're getting arguably the best 15-year-old hockey player ever in North America. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. And, and, and we've, heard, sure. we've heard the ever conversation yeah. we've had from that people with, that with are NHL smarter scouts. than us, yes. right? Yes. That are more into it than us. Yeah. Uh, he must be just thinking, I, I, I can't wait. I can't wait for September or August. I don't know when training Well, he, he did say starts. to me they're going to be a better team in September than they were uh, at, at, in January. So good, that, and good. That, that's, that, that's good. And, and then you've got to think that with the kids coming back, uh, that were, you know, he played the hell out of a lot of rookies that wouldn't normally not have played after Christmas that got a lot of ice time, that that's just going to benefit them moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, Billy Constantino, uh, Billy Constantino, who they got, yeah, who they got from Niagara, yeah. who I, 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 you know, I made the joke a few times on the air. Curtis Foster will have hair like mine <laughs> by the time Billy leaves. Cause Billy is a guy who plays at both ends of the ice. High risk. High risk. <laughs> He's at the other team's goal line a lot. Yep. Um, and, but, but, you know, entertaining. And, and I think as he gets older, a little bit bigger, a little bit stronger, you, you know, a the, little smarter, a little smarter. Yeah. Absolutely. Coaches call that rope and ride hockey. Yeah. I, yeah. I love that phrase because yeah. it absolutely fits. <laughs> But now he's going to have a Shane Wright out there a lot with him. You got to know they're going to be paired up a lot. Yep. Um, so that'll be exciting to watch. But yeah, the other, you know, the other young guy, Zade Wisdom, we talked about him so much this year and for, for good reason. And it wasn't because he got 50 points this year. He was just a guy that um, gave max effort every single shift. And improved a lot. hundred like, percent. Really I mean, you improved. talked about it a lot, obviously, because you're you. Uh, you talked about how that first month or two. He was lost. Maybe even longer. Lost, certainly lost in his own zone, oh, right? Yeah. You know, it's, it's a different story at the yeah. other end of the ice where you just try and get in front, you know, and try and get a shot and, and be involved in the play. But, you know, in the defensive zone, and again, the casual fan maybe can't appreciate it. Uh, everybody's got a job inside your own blue line. And it's not necessarily, Tim, sticking to your guy. It's being responsible for potentially a zone, right? Yes. I need to be here all the time, right? And he's a tough well, kid. this is where I was going to go. <laughs> Other teams hated him. I don't know what he's saying out there. I think he's pretty chatty uh, because I don't remember seeing him doing a lot of, you know, like spears and elbows and, and butt ends. But I think his mouth oh, was always talking. He right. is definitely a talker. And I love it because yeah. I love those guys. Yeah. I yeah. love it. I love it. I yeah. love it. I love it. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's actually, 
Uh, now, I don't want to put the pressure on the kid, but he's a young Brad Marchand type. He doesn't have the talent that Marchand has yet. Yeah. But if you recall, back when Marchand played in this league, he was he was a nut bar his first couple of years. Absolutely, yeah. and 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 just brought out the worst in other in teams, other teams yes. right? Yeah. So he'll be fun to watch uh, for the next two or three years. Uh, Jake Murray, uh, uh, Tim, a guy Ooh. who when he went to the under seventeen, when he came back, man, I thought like he, he like he bottomed out. It was like, oh my, I don't know what happened out there, but he's not the same player as he was the first three or four weeks of the season. But he got progressively Did better. Yeah. And and the thing that you know that you and I learned about Jake is the season that went along is you know off the ice, he's a smart kid. Oh, he's a, he's going to be a, he's going to be a doctor yeah, or, well, or a lawyer or whatever uh, he wants to be academically. I, I he's going to be that exactly. Yeah. I always throw out the name for you know Cornwall Royals fans or old OHL fans, Fred Arthur, who played yeah. in Cornwall and became a brain surgeon. Yeah, you know that could be Jake Murray. He's that guy. Yeah, you know, um, and and I think he'll get you know another year smarter, another year stronger. Yeah, you got to remember he played as a 16-year-old. So, and we we forget what's the hardest position to grow De- into in the OHL? Goaltending, but defense. Yeah, yeah, defense. Because yeah. you see the difference in kids between year one and year four. Let's yeah, say sure. it, it's it's like the same kid. And I go, I'll go to Jason Robertson, and we'll we'll segue yes. into his yes. last team. Robertson was a kid that really labored uh, his first couple of years when, with his skating, but. Uh, in the so when he moved, was moved to Niagara this year, but certainly when he was moved to Niagara, because I watch a lot, watched a lot of their games. His skating has improved a hundred percent. He's twice the skater that he was because I didn't thought that was going to keep him out of the NHL. Now I don't think that's as big an issue as it was. Well, I hope not, and and because he is a guy that uh, you know once he's inside the other team's zone, you know once you once they gain the offensive zone, he is one of the most dynamic players that we've seen. Um, Magic with the puck, we always talked about misdirection, right? He would look this way or, or, or move one way and the puck would go the other way. Uh, countless times, you know, defense and the goalies going the other way and empty nets for your teammates. Uh, just a wonderful, wonderful player to watch. In the OHL, players are typically with you for three seasons, maybe right. four. Uh, the odd time five, but usually three or four seasons. So uh, it's not like the NHL where guys are on long-term deals. So when you when they say they're going all in, you know they might trade two big stars on a team. But in the OHL, when teams go all in, they trade a lot of bodies. Plus, they trade uh, tons of draft picks. And where I'm going with this is the Niagara Ice Dogs mortgage the future for four players: uh, Jason Robertson, uh, the uh, the the two kids from Oshawa, yeah, Stanika, Stanika, and, and uh, Broussard. And, and they uh, got Jacob Paquette and from Jacob Kingston. Paquette from, from Kingston as well, plus a boatload of draft picks that you read them off here. I mean, OK, I, 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 I'm not organized enough yet. I haven't got them in order, but I'm just going to read them off real quick. Yeah. OK, uh, a second in 2019, a seventh in 2019, a third in 2020, a 13th in 2020, a second in 2021, a fifth in 2021, 11th in 2021, a second in 2022. Just re- you listen to all those seconds. A third in 2022, a second in 2023, a third in 2024. The other thing we should mention about all those trades, no asterisks beside any of them. No, no, so they it's not are, conditional. They are gone. their picks. Yeah. They're theirs to use. Plus they lose a first round pick. I believe it's 2020 next year or the year after. Uh, because of uh, illegal recruitment. Well, it was going to be an illegal payment to a player. Right. And so, you know, let's talk just, you know, to connect the dots here for everybody, because I just rhymed all that off. Um, So they will not have their first rounder Next year? I think it's next year or the year after. Yeah. So, but, but they, they, I think they, they got one out. back. They got one back. Yeah, so they, 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 they got this year's back. That's right. I so think you're it's, right. it's not next year. It's the year after they lose their first round pick. But they and first round up. picks in the OHL are gold. Yeah, it's, of course. I mean, they're, it's your currency. You got it. Yeah. 
so connected to that first that they've lost, they gave Kingston their second in 2023, their second in 2022, uh, Peterborough second in 2021, Sarnia's second that they took advantage of this yeah. past draft. Um, and and, and, some, and that's some the kid z- that they, they picked from, uh, from, from uh, Don Mills to help to out help with. Th- yeah. 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 Uh, that's, boy. <laughs> I, 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 that you, you are hamstrung now. Yeah, you know. Um, let's you know you maybe fill some dead air here. You well, keep go, gosh, I mean, I, you know, uh, Billy the coach saying to his brother Joey, "Gosh, Joey, you're in big heck now with mom and dad." Oh. As the Berks own the, the parents yeah. on the team. I mean, so whoa. so the other so the other trade, the Oshawa trade, they gave up three seconds and three thirds, and again, none of them conditional and young players. Yes. And don't forget and, there were young players. The, well, they got one player. The Oshawa trade, Leighton Moore went the other yep. way. A young, dynamic, potentially, you know, yep. we've heard dynamic defenseman. Uh, one of those, you know, 5'10", 175 defensemen that, you know, in, in a couple of years might be a 70-point guy, right? right? And run your power play and all of that. So, you know, after all those trades are done, and then, you know, it was two months later, we we get this. They're, they're out. They're we, in the playoffs. Well, they're not done. only that, but we, we we get the press release from the league saying, oh, the, yeah, you're in big, 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 big trouble. <laughs> and, and then, then they appealed the it, and now they're just in big trouble. Big trouble. So that uh, it was a quarter million dollar fine. It's been reduced to, I think, 100 grand or 150. I think 150 grand. Plus, they lose a first round pick uh, in two years from now. Uh, for a le- well, it's not alleged. It's it's the league is saying this after an investigation by a law firm mm-hmm. that they offered to pay a player ten thousand bucks, and they reneged. And the player went to the league and said, oh. "Hey, where's my money?" Oh. Oh, <laughs> it, just, it got really messy. Now, oh. uh, the 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 the, uh, the the in fairness, the Burks have said that it was nothing to do with us. It was uh, prior employees that that made this deal, but. Um, Mm. Uh, don't pull my leg because mm. my other leg when you pull it plays jingle bells. <laughs> right. I mean, it just, I mean, you know, you don't you don't make a deal with a kid for ten grand a year without going to the owner. Sorry, uh, it's a it's a sticky situation, yeah. and and you know, uh, Windsor went through this a bunch of years ago, yeah. where you know, similar, we'll call it, and and they paid for it. Now, segueing to Windsor, they okay. have just been sold uh, really for twelve point eight million dollars. Oh, uh, to. Uh, to, uh, they didn't get my check, to I Azim, guess. Uh, uh, Perak, to Azim Perak. Okay. And this is where the trouble starts. And this is this sort of goes to the Flint thing. Now, Azim Perak's son, I'm not going to give his name because it doesn't matter, but mm-hmm. his son was was drafted in the fifth round by the Windsor Spitfires. Okay. Azim Perak's son from the Toronto Junior Canadians was not ranked, was not rated in the OHL draft and went in the fifth round. Mm-hmm. His other son, uh, there's, a, there's also a, another draft that the OHL holds. It's for kids that... Didn't make it in the first draft. It's called the U18 draft. Correct. His other son was the fifth player chosen. And again, not a not a highly touted player. So we're going back down this road that we did with the Flint Firebirds where the owner buys a team and for his kids to give his kids a place to play. Now, I understand that if I own a team, now if I owned a team, uh, you know, uh, Will's a school teacher and Reed's a musician, I would still invite them to training camp. Right. I don't think I would draft because you're being unfair to the kid. Right. If you're going to draft them yes. this high, we saw it in Sudbury. We yes. saw it, we've seen it throughout this league. Yes. There are examples of kids that have like Kirby Reichel and and uh, the Hunter kid Dylan Hunter that were mm-hmm. great players uh, that that played for their dads. But but this is just uh, yeah. And this, you is, know, this is a slippery slope for the league. Well, that's I was just going to say the very same thing. And 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 you know you and I have both met Dave Ranch. We've talked to him a number of times. He's run this league since uh, you know you know forever forever yeah. literally. Um, well, not literally. Um, he's a smart man. Oh, was he ever? 
has done a lot of good things. things. Yes. And he's a leader just in in the hockey industry, not just the NHL. 100%. So there's a big part of me that's thinking, I'm going to give Dave Branch the benefit of the doubt because he has to, you know, he has to sign off. You know, I don't know what the correct term would be, but he would certainly be um, in that equation. It's not just as simple as somebody comes up and pays uh, Warren Reichel and his partners X amount of dollars. 12.8 million, I've heard. The league has to, you know, have, they check, have to approve that. They have to check a couple of boxes yep. before they sign off on it. So, but then you can't really control your owners. What your owners do on a day to day, and then <sighs> and what what the league did when it got things got crazy in Flint, they stepped in. They run yeah, the team now. I know because they've suspended the owner for five seasons. So, are they going to be doing the same thing? Once, well, sir? we'll have to wait and see. Okay. But, but it's just it's just you, you you look at this and you just go, wow. I mean, again, I mean, this is. Uh, because uh, it, it it almost destroyed the Sudbury Wolves. It, yes. it, uh, it it's almost destroyed the Flint Firebirds. It's, yes. It it the, these are ramifications when when rich dads come in and buy teams. Well, you know, look at as I said, I would do the same thing for my kids, but I wouldn't draft them right. as high. I'd invite them to camp. I mean, yes. you know, push yes. the laundry cart around yes. or something. Or, yes. Yeah. Well, let's watch and see. Yeah, let's watch and see. And then uh, in the playoffs now, we've got uh, Ottawa and Oshawa. Oshawa was able to to uh, surprisingly get by Niagara four games to two. And now we're down three games to nothing to Ottawa. And Saginaw, their goalie, Ivan Prosvitov, Pros, who was the, really the background bound, backbone of the Saginaw spirit. And the reason why I chose them to win the entire league has been suspended for five games for batting a puck into the stands. That's an automatic five-game suspension. And I said to you before we went on the air, ah, you know, what's a big deal? He just batted it into the stands after the whistle. But you said, and I think very correctly said. Yeah. So first of all, I think this is one of those, it's a straight line. You do this, you get this. Yes. Right. There's it's no exactly hearing, so there's, what, no there's no discussion. Yeah. Um, this, he didn't, it's not like he fired it in, but but if, no matter how it gets over the glass, if you project, if you yes. propel it, you're going to get five games. So, so here's the scenario, because there is a bit of a wrinkle to this. So there was a play, uh, well, it was a go-off goal. He was not happy, angry at the ref. Uh, nothing happens there. No. Play comes back down the ice. He makes a save. Obviously, he's been standing in his crease for the last <laughs> fuming, fuming, you know, <laughs> steam coming out of his ears, makes a save, has it in his glove, throws it in the air, and baseballs it into the stands. Now, here's the thing. When the play is on, we hope that everybody is watching the ice. The trouble is once the whistle goes, everybody turns to their right or their left, talks to their buddy. Did you see that? You know, hey, look at that over there. Thank God we're here so we don't have to listen to those two TV idiots. Exactly. (laughs) How many times do you think that's been said? No, anyway. Um, (laughs) Many. But anyway, you know, uh, there's a delay, you know, a couple of seconds, and then a puck is coming over the glass. And the OHL and any any sports league has to be, you know, your your number one thing is the safety of the people that paid to get into the building. Mm-hmm. And we cannot have guys baseballing vulcanized rubber uh, at unsuspecting people. Yeah. Well, uh, it's as simple as that. But Justin Murray also in that game, yeah, same I get game, it. Uh, uh, elbows somebody to the head. Yeah. Uh, and it's, a, it's somebody's hurt and gets four games. Yeah, uh, I know. And an innocuous batting the puck and gets five. But it's rules are rules. Yeah. And, and it's... I mean, I that kid, he's probably going to play in the NHL and he could be, you know, one of the better goalies that we're going to see in the next 20 years. But he lost it and he potentially has cost his team a trip to the Memorial Cup. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Right, because they were the team that was going to come out of the West, I think. It's a five-game suspension. Then Guelph last night, uh, watching them, uh, they were like sharks on a on, well, on, on, on a dead fish in the water. That's right. And for people that don't know, yeah. the backup goalie in Saginaw is a 16-year-old rookie. rookie. Yes, oh. and, and played well, Yes, but, but he was overwhelmed. And yes. they ended up losing the game 5-2, and and Prospetov is is, uh, is basically suspended for the rest of the series. So before we go, uh, game seven tonight between the 
uh, Toronto Maple Leafs and the Boston mm. Bruins. Who you got? Well, listen, um, I am. I, I get made fun of a lot because I grew up in Toronto, so I'm one of the oh, few it's people. It's because you grew up in Toronto. Well, that's why. Well, that's one of the <laughs> that's, things. That's, that's that's enough right there for another podcast. <laughs> that's right. But you know, I grew up west of Toronto, so I grew up watching the Leafs. I'm a Habs fan. But I grew up watching the Leafs. I am one of the nine people on the planet that I'm happy when both teams win, when yeah. Montreal and Toronto win. So I would like to see Toronto win. I think that they would be a wonderful thing. And no disrespect to I have many friends that are Bruins fans. Uh, but I think that would be a great story. I think that they, um, you know, if they can get past Boston, and, and there's lots of people that have already connected these dots with Tampa getting upset. The path to the Stanley Cup final well, gets a little yeah, but, clearer. But, but it does. But but then that people are selling Columbus short. And oh, you I should agree. not do that because they're they're a really tough team. They're a good defensive team. And I and yes, they yes. play very well in their own end. And I you know, because I, I talked to a lot of people after that series when it, you know, when it was three-nothing and then ultimately four-nothing. I said, listen, Columbus this year was a really good team that got really shaky goaltending yeah. from one of the best goalies in the league. Bobrovsky had an off year. He sorted that out now. It's he sure has. <laughs> yeah. And that makes them uh, a contender for the yeah. Stanley Cup. 100%. Yeah. They've got Absolutely. a great team. Well, I, I'll just quickly say uh, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm the worst prognosticator in the world. I never bet on sports. When I do, I always lose. I think I've got a perfect streak going my entire life. <laughs> it's just, I, don't it's ever, I don't think I've ever won a sports bet in my life. <laughs> but I always go with the home team in Game 7. I think okay. I, I think the stat is close to ninety percent wow. of the times, but in the NHL especially, yeah. that the home team yeah. wins Game Seven. So I'm, I I agree with you one hundred percent. I think it would be a more compelling story to have Toronto go on to the second round, and I would love to connect those dots. I think it would be a great series between Columbus and Toronto. I think it's going to be Boston. All right. Well, All right. we'll see soon enough. Scott Rogers, thank you very much for joining us on the uh, 15 Minutes With. We've actually stretched this to over 20, but uh, I want to thank the Taylor Automall for sponsoring this and. Uh, We'll see you again in the summer, but we'll see you when the hockey season yeah, starts. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'll be back in September for right sure. On. All right.